चैतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधर शिव सदी गोर भक्त वृंद की जय श्री राधा कृष्ण गोप गोपीनाथ श्याम कुंदर धा कुंदा गिरी गोवर्धन की जय श्री मथुरा वृंदावन धाम की जय श्री नवदी मायापुर धाम की जय गंगा माई की जय यमुना माई की जय तुलासीदेव महारानी की जय भक्ति देवी की जाए श्री हरे नाम संकीर्तन यज्ञ की जाए ग्रंथरा श्रीमदभागवताम की जाए श्री चैतन्य चरितामृता की जाए निताय गोरा प्रेमानंदी ओ ग्लोरिस दिवोदिस ओ ग्लोरिस दिवोदिस ओ ग्लोरिस दिवोदिस ओ ग्लोरिस श्री गुरु एंड श्री गोरंगा तमाम विष्णु बढ़ाए कृष्ण Anybody knows which verse of the Chaitanya Charitamrita are we on? 
Otherwise, we will read anywhere. <laughs> They're finding out. <laughs> okay, let's chant that verse. Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gauravakta Vrinda Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gauravakta Vrinda Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gauravakta Vrinda Jaya Jaya Mahaprabhu Sri Krishna Chaitanya Tanghara Charana Shrita Saivadadanya Ajanulambita Bhujau Kanakavadatau Sankirtanai Kapitarau Kamalaya Taksha Vishvambaro Dujavaro Yugadarmapalu Mande Jagatpriya Karo Karunavataru Bairagya Vidyanijavakti Yoga Shikshartame Kapurushapurana Sri Krishna Chaitanya Shariradhari Kripambudir Yastamaha Prapadi Anarpitam charim chirat karunayavatir nakalo Samarpayatumunnato jolara samsvabhakti shriyam Aripurata sundarat yuti kadambasandipita Sadharya kandare spuratu vasachinandana Jaya Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhan Sri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Okay. Let's read from Suppose they finish this. Let's go to the next page. Reading from Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, Madhya Lila, Chapter 19. Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu instructs Srila Rupa Goswami. Text 228. Apamare palakagyana krishne palyagyana. Charigune Vatsalya Rasa Amrita Samana On the platform of parental love, the devotee considers himself the Lord's maintainer. Thus the Lord is the object of maintenance, like a son, and therefore this mellow is full of the qualities of four Rasas, Shanta, Dasya, Rasa, Fraternity and parental love. This is more transcendental nectar. Purple. In his Amrita Pravahavashya, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur gives us a short summary of this complicated description of the different rasas. He states that by becoming firmly fixed in the Lord's service, one is devoid of all material desires. 
These are the two transcendental qualities on the Shantarasa platform. Just as sound vibration is found in all the material elements, these two qualities of Shantarasa are spread throughout all the other transcendental mellows, which are known as Dasya Rasa, Sakya Rasa, Vatsalya Rasa, and Madhurya Rasa. Although in Shantarasa there is attachment for Krishna and awe and veneration, since the two valuable transcendental qualities of this rasa are attachment for Krishna and detachment from material desires, nonetheless the sense of intimacy is lacking. The reason for this is that in Shantarasa attachment for impersonal Brahman and localized Paramatma is prominent. In other words, the sense of intimacy by which one thinks of Krishna as one's only shelter and friend is absent in Shantarasa because one accepts Krishna as the impersonal Parambrahma or localized Paramatma. This understanding is based on the speculative knowledge of the Gyani. However, when this knowledge is further developed, one is convinced that the Paramatma, the Supreme Lord, is the master and that the living entity is his eternal servant. One then attains the platform of Dasya Rasa. In Dasya Rasa, the Lord is accepted with awe and veneration. Thus, the active service that is absent in Chantarasa becomes prominent in Dasya Rasa. In other words, in Dasya Rasa, the qualities of Chantarasa are present, and service also becomes predominantly visible. Similarly, when this same rasa is developed into fraternity, sakya rasa, a friendly intimacy is added. There is no awe or veneration in sakya rasa. Therefore, sakya rasa is invested with the qualities of three rasas, shanta, dasya, and sakya. Similarly, on the platform of parental love, the qualities of Shanta Rasa, Dasya Rasa, and Sakya Rasa are fully developed in another form, the sense of maintaining the Lord. Therefore, on the platform of parental love, there exists a combination of the qualities of four transcendental mellows, Shanta, Shanta Dasya, Sakya, and Parenthood. The mellow of Parenthood puts the devotee in the position of a maintainer. Indeed, without formality, the devotee takes the position of maintainer and regards the Lord as the object of maintenance. Thus, on the platform of parental love, the qualities of four transcendental mellows of love of Krishna are present. I was born in the darkest of ignorance, and my spiritual master, Srila Prabhupada, opened my eyes with a torchlight of knowledge. Therefore, I, I, I offer my humble respectful obeisance sent to him. Srila Prabhupada ki jai. So, here is the description of the development of different rasas, no? And one containing the previous one. The first one is Shantarasa. Shantarasa quality 
is when the devotee is free from material desires and feel uh, awe and veneration for the Lord. The aspect of the Lord as Brahman and Paramatma are more prominent. But then uh, when further development is there, then becomes Dasya Rasa. There is more understanding that the Paramatma is the Supreme Lord and I'm, I am His eternal servant. Then that understanding takes the person to Dasya Rasa. I have to do some active service for the Lord. There is still awe and veneration in Dasya Rasa, but there is an, an active uh, attitude of doing service to the Lord. You know? Like, uh, for example, Hanuman, he, he, is, he is in Dasya Rasa with Lord Ramchandra, and he said, I don't want impersonal liberation uh, or any kind of liberation if it doesn't allow me to be to remain eternally as the servant of my Lord. So he rejected any liberation that doesn't entail to be a servant of the Lord eternally. So that's the attachment for service. Um, one pastime of Hanuman in that regard is that um, um, after, after Lord Ramchandra killed Ravana and rescued Sita Devi, and they came back to Ayodhya. Uh, uh, Sita Devi was in charge of giving services to everyone for Lord Ramchandra. So Hanuman, he also asked for service, and she said, well, I'm sorry, all the services are already covered. But here is the list of all the services covered. If you find any service which is not in the list, you can do it. So he read all the lists, everything was covered. So he made up a service. He said, I want the service that every time Lord Ramachandra yawned, I can snap my finger in front of, of him. You know? You know, this is in the Vedas that when somebody yawns, people here in the West, they cover their mouth, you know? But then, and, uh, according to Hanuman, it's, it's auspicious to, to what you can snap the fingers when you yawn, so no evil spirit will come in. Of course, Ram Chandra doesn't have to worry about this. But he, he made up this uh, service because he wanted, you know, to do something for the Lord, you know. So, and that meant that he would always be next to the Lord because he never know when he was going to yawn. <laughs> so I was along with the, and he was so happy in ecstasy, you know. But one day, uh, Sita Devi came to Lord Ramchandra's room and told Hanuman, Hanuman, you have to leave because I need to speak privately with my husband. He said, okay, I will be in the garden. If you need me, please call me. So he went there, and she was talking nicely with her husband. And after a while, uh, then uh, Lakshman came, Bharat, Shatrugna, and the conversation went on for a long time. And suddenly, Lord Ramchandra started yawning. And when he yawned, he could not close his mouth back. The mouth became, he couldn't close it back. So he was telling like, he couldn't speak. He was like telling his hand, you know, help me, you know. So they fetched the doctors, the Kaviraj, and they came, uh, examined the Lord. They didn't know what to, what was, you know. <laughs> 
And then she tells me, oh, call Hanuman, call Hanuman. So Hanuman jumped immediately, snapped his finger in front of the Lord, and then the Lord could close his mouth. <laughs> so that's how the Lord liked to show his appreciation for this. Uh, the smallest service that his devotees want to do for him, you know? That's it. So that, that's the beauty of Seva. Seva Dasya is beautiful, more beautiful than Shanta. Shanta is passive. No, no action, just meditation. You can even use, uh, uh, Sneezing on the service of the Lord. Instead of saying achu, say achuta. <laughs> I made it up. When I came to the movement, I was a new bhakta, I made it up. I said, what is saying? Achu. I said, why don't say achuta better? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, so. But then, uh, in, in, in Dasya, there is all and veneration, you know. I'm the servant, my master, you know, there is reverence, there is veneration. But in the more developed rasa, uh, of course, in Dasya rasa, there is Shanta rasas, you know, included. And in, in, uh, in the rasa of uh, Sakya rasa or, or fraternity, uh, there is more, more sense of intimacy because of. Okay, he's my Lord, I'm a servant, but I'm also his friend. And friends, they can confide each other secrets and, you know, it's more intimate relationship, you know. Still, the service attitude is there, included. And always meditating on the Lord, although it's far away, you can still meditate at Chantarasa. But the, the Dasya included and the, the Sakya, the fraternity is included, is there, of course. It's, it's more intimate. More close. No? And there are different of sakas or friends of Krishna. There are some who are more intimate with, with the Lord. Uh, the highest sakas uh, of Lord Krishna or the, the one who take letters from him to the gopis, from the gopis to him, you know, that they are serving Madhurya Rasa. <laughs> Almost there. No? And then after the Sakya Rasa comes Vatsalya Rasa. That's uh, parenthood, you know, parenthood. Mm-hmm. In that rasa, there's a special thing, you know, that uh, the devotee feel love for the Lord as his dependent, as his object of maintenance. He has to maintain the Lord, to feed him, to dress him, to, you know, there is this intimacy that, Unless I feed the Lord, he will be hungry. He will suffer. I have to take care of him. I mean, in the Christian religion, they see the Lord as the Father, which is okay. I mean, Krishna saying, I'm the seed-giving Father. But the son always asking the Father things. Give me this, give me that. I need this, I need that. But in the Vatsalya Bhava, the devotee the, 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 the always want to give the Lord, you know, to give him shelter, to give him food, take care of him. Uh, there was one great devotee at the time of Srila Bhaktisiddhanta, Bamshidas, Babaji Maharaj, 
he was in batsalia baba and shila bhakti siddhanta will send his disciples to serve him and to collect his, his remnant mahaprasad for him and the devotees you know he was considered the great advanced vaishnava um, and once shila bhakti siddhanta went to visit him and uh, bamshi daswaji said oh here is coming a gopi will radharani will come behind her he knew that bhakti siddhanta was in madhurya ras just by saying you know uh takes one to to know one they say <laughs> anyway so uh, this bamshi das bawaji maharaj has deities of gornitai mm-hmm. and he will serve them worship them every day he had some assistant will help him in the service uh, they will come and do the seva also uh but one day he took a stick as was threatening the deities and shouting at them and screaming at them they what they got you know all very nervous they were left the room they they were confused and understand why suddenly bamshida became angry at, at ornita you know and then when after a while he calmed down they came back and they asked him why you were so angry at the lord oh you didn't hear what he say no no we didn't hear anything of i mean he was having conversation with the deities every day but every everyone else would not hear the answer of the lord only they hear him speaking uh, he told them you know what they told me they told me they are too old to go out and collect vegetables and fruit for our service you stay here in this hut and chant the names we will take care we will bring the things i became very upset i took a stick i told them if you dare to step out of this room i will break your leg that's my service you can't take away my service from me i am meant to maintain you to take care of you to feed you not you <laughs> that's that's you know <laughs> transcendental um, but saliaba you know the loving uh, reciprocation like that uh. One day, uh, some thieves came into his hut, and they stole two pots, the only pots. And one one is meant to cook for Nityananda, the other for Lord Chaitanya. The two pots disappear, but along with other things. And and Bamshi does he will only eat food that he cooked and offered to the Lord. Otherwise, he will not eat anything else. That was his. Well, so he told Gornitai, "Okay, since nothing happened without your approval, that means you are party of the stealing. You allowed the thief to come here and steal, means you are guilty. So since you are guilty because you allowed this to happen, now everybody is starving in this hut. You and me also." and if you want to eat you have to return your pots it's up to you so past you know <laughs> couple days and uh, and and the thief returned the pot of lord nityananda so bamshi das was cooking only for nityananda and offering only to lord nityananda 
and Chaitanya was looking at the food of Nityananda. <laughs> okay, what about me? You know? And it, well, if you want food, you have to return your own pot. After a couple hours, the pot of Lord Chaitanya returned. <laughs> there was one, one, uh, one lady devotee also that she was worshipping Gornitai uh, in, in Navadweep. She was a Vaishnava, uh, Gaudiya Vaishnava. And uh, she never married. She, she had a guru. And she asked permission from the guru to go to Brindavan, to, to live in Brindavan, with her deities of Gornita. She went there, and a very saintly lady, and she was begging for the Lord, to serve the Lord. And, and many years passed through, you know. Uh, one day they told her in a dream, we want padukas, sandals. She said, what do you want the padukas for? You don't need to go out. Whatever you need, I will bring you here. I'm not going to buy padukas for you. I'm sorry. Next day, one lady came to Siddhita and she brought sandals, padukas for them. Uh, and then she was, uh, oh, you always get what you want, no? You're very clever. <laughs> and there are many past times that they went out, brought things and like that. Anyway, when, when this Vaishnavi was old, she found one brahmana to help her in the, doing the, the puja, the service of the Lord. She wasn't able to do it. You know? So it was winter, winter time. And she instructed the brahmana that at night, please put some oil lamp, two oil lamps next to the deities so we'll warm them up all night, you know, because it is cold, cold winter. He said, yes, yes, of course. And, and next morning she came to see the deities and the Brahman was there and she chastised him. You forgot to put the lamps for the roll last night. He was shocked. How do you know? They came in the dream and they told me. And they got called. Come on, did it get called? Yes, you don't believe? I will show you. She went to the altar, took a, her sari and put it in front of the nose of of Chaitanya and told him uh, uh, blow and he blew and some mokus came out <laughs> all the room was filled with uh, with uh, celestial aroma you know perfumed you know <laughs> so he paid the Brahmana paid no business he didn't know what he was dealing with you know <laughs> so that there's this idea that when a sincere surrender Vaishnava was having deities, he developed a personal relationship with them. He can't talk to them. They talk to him also. Like that. That's possible. Mm-hmm. Prabhupada used to speak with, his, with the deities, you know. When he was in Los Angeles, he said, I don't know why, why Dwarkadis is asking me to leave. Mm-hmm. He said that. He was going to Japan. So some, some arrangement was done that he has to go to Japan. But he saw it as the Lord's arrangement. Why you wanted me to go there? <laughs> Why you are sending me there? Anyway. Prabhupada said, you are dealing with Krishna. What we can offer him? He has the best dress, the best food, and, uh, and, and by Kunta. So, so we, we have to be careful, you know. 
I'm rich and fallen, but please, my Lord, accept this. He was at the point of crying when Prabhupada said that, you know. So this this love, you know, between the devotee and the Lord is transcendental and is eternal. Huh? And when the, Lord, the devotee's heart becomes cleansed from material contamination and keep engaging in bhakti in devotional service and <clears throat> gradually that that uh, rasa dormant there will be awakened and the devotee will feel attraction to a particular eternal associate of the Lord and that particular rasa and, and follow the footstep of one of the inhabitants of Brajamandala Vrindavan so that's the way of developing this transcendental rasas it's there eternally in the Chaitanya Charitamrita it is said Nitya Siddha Krishna Prema eternally the soul has this love for Krishna but now it's covered by the modes of ignorance and passion and therefore we can't perceive it, you know. Once uh, the first devotee went to India, uh, some of them went to, to Radhakunda and Shyamakunda, and they met some Babajis, and Babaji was telling them, I can't reveal to you who you are in, in, in Goloka. Oh yes, please tell us, you know. We want to know. And then... Um, one, one brahmachari went to the room of another devotee and he saw him flapping his arms, you know. He said, what are you, exercising or something? No, no, no. Don't tell anyone. I am a peacock in the spiritual world, according to the, and I'm practicing. <laughs> anyway, I met two Spanish devotees who, who took initiation there in Ranakon from one Babaji. And they told me that that he revealed to them that they are gopis, both of them. And they have to meditate, they're dressing like gopis, and decorating themselves, and all these things. And going to serve Radha and Krishna like gopis. And they asked them, but please tell me, are you free from material desires? They said, of course not. We, we, we want to get money, we want to get married, and... So why you're wasting your time in this artificial meditation? You are not even in Shantarasa. Shantarasa is when the devotee is free from material desire. You, you are not even in Shantarasa. I want to speak of Madhurya Rasa. If you think meditating like that, uh, dressing like a lady, you will become a lady next life. <laughs> Maybe devotee if you are fortunate. <laughs> anyway... So these things are going on artificially. Bhaktivinotakur explained that uh, if the devotee meditate on his swarupa or spiritual form on, untimely, he will get confused. And he said uh, at the stage of asakti, that means after nishta and ruchi comes asakti, great attachment to the Lord. At the time of asakti, some little vision will start appearing in the mind of the devotee about his rasa with Krishna. A glimpse, little glimpses here and there. Not before that stage. So this is a science. Bhakti is a science. And if somebody takes it cheaply, it becomes sahaja. 
imitator. Shila Gor Kisar Kishor Dasbaji Maharaj used to say, if a girl imitates having a baby, no matter how she screams and, you know, imitate that, no baby will come. <laughs> Understand? So it's not a question of imitation. It has to be the real, the real thing. And that's what we are trying to look for, the real thing. And that takes time, takes purification. Huh? Huh? Takes surrender, austerities. Right, any comments, questions? Let's see, read one more verse. Seyamritanande bhakta sahadu bena apane Krishna bhakta vashaguna kai aishvarya jnani gane the exchange of spiritual happiness between Krishna and his devotee, in which Krishna is controlled by his devotees, is com- compare- compared to an ocean of nectar into which the devotee and Krishna plunge. This is the verdict of learned scholars who appreciate Krishna's opulence. Uh, Iti drikswa lila bhira nanda kunde swagosham nima ajantam akya payantam tadiye shita gyeshu bhaktar jitatvam puna primatas tam shatabriti bande. Again, let me offer my respectful obeisances unto the Supreme Personality of Godhead. O my Lord, I offer my obeisances hundreds and thousands of times with all affection because by your personal pastimes you plunge the gopis into an ocean of nectar. Appreciating your opulence, devotees generally declare that you are always subjugated by their feelings. This verse is from the Damodarashtaka, in the Padma Purana. Madhura Rase Krishna Nishta Seva Atishaya Sakira Asankocha Lalana Mata Mamata Dikya On the platform of conjugal love, attachment for Krishna, rendering service unto him, the relaxed feeling of fraternity and the feelings of maintenance all increase in intimacy. So that means in Madhurya Rasa, you have also Shanta, Dasya, Sakya, and Batsalya included. Included. It's like in the creation, no? The material creation... There is um, first, you know, there, there is um, there is uh, space, you know, and then in space there is air. Unless there is space, there cannot be air. And in the air there is sound. You, know? you can hear the sound of the wind. You know, huh? if you take a stick and move it fast, you hear the sound. So. And uh, from the from the wind, fire can come. If there is no wind, there is no can be fire. You know. Uh, so the fire, the wind has sound, and the fire has sound, but also has a form. You can see it. From the fire, water is created. You know. 
because when evaporation happen and then you know this cloud is then comes rain water is created from fire and in water there is a sound there is form you can see the water but also there is taste one more quality then uh, from water the earth there is no water no vegetation no, no plant nothing so in the earth there is sound when trembling there is some sound you know some earthquake there is a sound and there is a form you can see it and there is a test you can test the, the earth you know? but there is one more quality and that is aroma smell so the earth has all other qualities of wind, fire, water. So in the same way, the Madhurya Rasa has all the other qualities of Shanta, Dasya, Sakya, Ambatsalya included. There's more intimacy there, you know. Uh, but Krishna loves all his, all his devotees the same, you know. And the, the calf that being Hugged by Krishna, she feels the same love as the gopis. I mean, she feels the loving reciprocation from the Lord. There is no lower or higher in the spiritual world. All of them serving Krishna on the pure love. And and Krishna loves everyone. But in the rasas, from the impartial point of view, the Madhurya rasa is the most, most intimate, so to speak. So that's the study of the different rasas. Kantabave nijangadiya karena sevana ataeva madura rasera haya panchaguna. On the platform of conjugal love, the devotee offers his body in the service of the Lord. Thus, on this platform, the transcendental qualities of all five rasas are present. Purport. Attachment for Krishna in Shanta Rasa, rendering service to the Lord in Dasya Rasa, rendering relaxed service in fraternity, and serving in parental love with feelings of maintenance, all combine on the platform of conjugal love. When the devotee wants to serve the Lord by offering him his personal body, thus the qualities of the other Rasas combine to form the nectar of conjugal love. On this platform, all the different feelings of a devotee are amalgamated. I mean, the gopis are most glorified as the greatest devotees of the Lord because they are fully surrendered their life. They, they, I mean, they don't care about social criticism, you know, because they're attached to Krishna. They take more risk than other rasas. In other rasas, you know, it's natural for a parent to love their children. Nobody protests that. Or friends to be friends, love each other. But in Madhurya rasa, there is more danger of criticism from society. that Because this is... Uh, Swakiya and Parakiya, you know. 
So aquí ya, everybody accept, you know, they're married, so no problem, they're married. But para aquí ya, oh, that's, uh, and uh, mundane morality is criticized. Huh? So the gopis, uh, they took great risk to serve Krishna, to go dance with him, you know, and being criticized by society and all this. But there is one pastime showing the great love of the gopis for Krishna, the great sacrifice they, they do for him. Once Narada Muni visited Dwarka, and uh, he found Krishna uh, with the hand on his head, and he asked the Lord, My dear Lord, is anything worrying you? Krishna said, Yes, I have a headache. Of course, Krishna doesn't have a material body, he doesn't, can't have a headache. But Naramuni understood he wanted to teach something with that. So he follows um, the mood of the Lord, say, Oh, my dear Lord, what can I do to, to, to help, you know, um, help you get rid of the headache? And, and Krishna said, Oh, only if you get me the dust from the feet of my devotees and I put on my head, that's the only thing that will gonna help me. Uh, get rid of the headache. So Nala Muni went to all the Dwarka Vasis, you know. And Dwarka, please give me the dust of your feet for the Lord. I said, are you crazy? Krishna is the Supreme Lord, is Paramatma. If we do that, he, we will go to hell. The big offense. So he went to Vrindavan. Immediately Gopis asked about Lord Krishna's welfare. And when came to know, immediately they collected all the dust from their feet and they gave it wrapped in the cloth. Please, please hurry up, you know. Take this to the Lord. Then I was surprised. said, do you know the result of doing this? Yeah, we know. Eternal hell. We don't, we don't care. If Krishna is happy, we will be happy even in hell. So Narayamuni understood the exalted position of the gopis. They are ready to take any risk, even eternal damnation, if that makes Krishna happy. Mm-hmm. Once the devotees in Los Angeles went to preach in one university, and they came back and told Prabhupada, Prabhupada was very successful. Student asked good question. We sell a lot of books. And, but there was one professor who told us that Krishna is immoral because he's dancing in the middle of the night with girls, and some of them were married. So that is very immoral. So Prabhupada told them, you tell this professor that Krishna is God. That means he created the whole universe. That means all the women in the universe belongs to him. If you have a woman, you are stealing a woman from Krishna. You are immoral, not Krishna. Krishna is allowing you to have only one wife. Okay, that's allowed. So it's difficult for people to understand this morality, you know, mundane morality and Krishna Lila. It happened also in in, um, in other places also, similar things. And, but anyway, uh, the whole idea is, is that the material world is a, is a perverted reflection of the spiritual world, you know. Uh, Whatever is here, like here is improper, you know, to have a lover, 
outside marriage is, is, is gone. I mean, now, now there's normal, you know. Everybody accepts it's normal. But it's not nor- moral. It's not a moral thing to do. Moral thing to do is to get married. That's the right thing to do. Huh? But uh, what is not acceptable here in the spiritual world is the highest thing. <laughs> anyway, you have any comment or questions? Very good. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Jai Shila Prabhupada Ki Jai Gaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bhav.